to Get Zero Goosebumps, the show in which I review every single Goosebumps book from RS9's original series. And joining me as always is my co-host with the most ghosts. Well, I, yeah, I don't always join you. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> um, I could. Yeah, we'll let's see how you go. It's yeah. trial by fire. This is uh, Steph Underhill. Uh, did you ever read the Goosebumps books as a, as a teen? Or a you know, funnily enough, I, I didn't actually mm. get into them. I was a little bit, um, I was a bit sensitive to... Um, Scary themes. Still am. I was actually a bit worried uh, reading this one. Even now that I'm a bit more mature, I was worried I'd be a bit. Well, different. fortunately, I seem to have inadvertently picked one that is not very mm-hmm. scary at all. So um, that what, was great. What Thank did you, you What did you read as a kid? Did you um, have a series you liked? Look, I did read the Saddle Club. Oh yes, yes, that yes. A little bit. I'm doing another series where we review those if you're interested. I'm interested. We are reviewing Goosebumps number twenty. Five. Five. That's me. Attack of the Mutant. Uh, what do you think of the cover we've got there, Steph? I'm really, I'm really loving this um, this tagline we've got here. Which he's is what? No, he's no superhero. He's a supervillain. Um, which is true. It's uh, it's not that shocking though. Like there is such thing as a supervillain. It's not like a, a big twist. And I feel like it, when you're calling it Attack of the Mutant, um. I mean, you're being attacked by a mutant, yeah. so that, he doesn't sound like a superhero to me. Yeah, it would, should go without saying. sound like a villain, so... It's not, for example, a medical checkup of the mutant, or fixing the plumbing with the mutant. No, it's definitely an attack. Mm. I feel like perhaps they could have shown more of an attack on the front cover here. You've just sort of got the mutant, um, it looks like he's almost falling over. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if that, that threatening, feet, yeah, it um, does happen sometimes. Quite like an yeah, I like the colors and everything, but I feel like they should have maybe made him a bit bigger, made him more of the focus of the cover, and sort of made it a bit more threatening to emphasize that attack. Possibly, I do like how they've got the backdrop of the building that he lives which in, which they do mention in detail, in the, quite yeah. in detail. So yeah. that, that features quite a bit throughout the book. So, um, would you like to read us through the uh, the blurb on the back here? Yes, I'd love to read at your own risk. Did you take that risk? I took it. I read it. Skipper Matthews has an awesome, awesome comic book collection. His favourite one is called The Master Mutant. It's about an evil supervillain who's out to rule the universe. Original. Skipper can't get enough of the mutant until one day he gets lost in a strange part of town and finds a building that looks exactly like the mutant's secret headquarters. That's that one on the book cover. A building that appears and disappears. Has Skipper read one too many comic books, or does the masked mutant really live in Riverview Falls? Reader, beware. You're in for a scare. I don't know if that's part of the blurb. I, uh, I, no, I liked it. It's good. Yeah. Let's, let's set the tone immediately. I feel like this is meant to be more of a goofy story than an outright scary one. Would you agree? Yes, I think so. It, it does feel a little bit, um, yeah, not, not so much outright horror. I don't know what the other books are like, if, if there is a bit of that, but yeah, it's a little bit, um... A bit silly, a bit tongue-in-cheek, sort yeah. of sending up the superhero genre. Yeah, I think um, so, definitely. I think a lot of the, the, char- the superhero characters that they mention are quite, like, ridiculous and mm. very campy and stuff. I really feel like to Skipper Matthews, um, 
you know, they are actually his heroes. You know, as ridiculous as they may sound to us, um, he. He believes, he believes in them. Him. And, you know, it's a good, it's a good, you know, Aristotle hasn't in previous books tackled uh, the comic book genre. Hmm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a good avenue for him to explore. Can you talk us through the plot briefly? Yeah. As briefly as you can. Certainly. So we've got our main character, Skipper. Um, the big Skip. He, he is a big fan of the comics. So um, his favourite one being The Master Mutant. Um, which features his favourite um, comic book heroes, Galloping Gazelle being yep. the main um, Good guy. superhero, I suppose. So, um, yeah, so he essentially goes to the dentist mm. one day um, and he meets a girl on the bus as he's on his way there. Um, for whatever reason, they're deep in discussion and he misses his stop, so when he gets off the bus, he's in an unknown area of town. Awkward. Um, and there he sees a building in the distance which um, is strangely, you know, really similar to something he's seen in his favourite comic book. So he That's goes, That's hmm, this is very strange. So anyway, he just kind of, whatever, brushes it off at the time, goes home. Um, for whatever reason, he's um, in the same part of town the next day. Um, meets I think he, he sees it the first time. And like, he can't stop. Hello, friends. It seems that I've misplaced a clip from the review you're watching right now because I'm bad at everything that I do. But what happens is Skipper goes to investigate the headquarters with Libby, but they can't find it. It's invisible. What? Then he goes home and reads a comic book that he just got, and turns out the headquarters has a invisibility cloak on it. So he goes to investigate with Libby again, and sure enough, he discovers it. And then they go and explore it together, and they find that they're printing... That's where they print the Mars Mutant comic books, apparently. And he sees that he's in one of them. He sees that he is in one of the comic books. So they flee that, and that's where we're up to. He sees himself in one of the comic books that they're making in the headquarters. It looks like the Mars Mutant headquarters. Go, Alex. Take it away, Alex. So he, he flip, they so they flee, but of course you can't stop thinking about the fact that he was he was in no. this this his comic book. Now this this is um, bit of a bit of a you know interesting part of the plot or you know the chronology I suppose of events. When Skipper gets home that night, he receives another another comic book. Now this means he's received. One the night before, and then one this night. Like, yes. how often do they yeah. produce things? Because he actually says they do two like special editions a month, and they I guess they just send them within two days of each like, other. One day. <laughs> Which all right, <laughs> go. Let's anyway, let's go let's with that. Move past that. So that night he opens his comic book, rips into it, can't wait, and sure enough, um, he sees that um, in the latest edition, the galloping gazelle has been captured by. The masked mutant in the headquarters. In the headquarters, that building, um, and he sees he sees an outline yep. of himself. So he's like, in I have to do it. I have to. I have to save. It says only himself. the boy can save him. And he's like, that's me. That's me. So I'm he resolves to go back one last time and rescue the galloping gazelle, which True. I guess he does the next day. He does. He goes yeah. back again. He cannot stop. Stay away from this weird thing. So anyway, he, he goes into the building again, he, he finds the galloping gazelle trapped, um, and... Unties him. Lets him out, I suppose. And galloping gazelle goes, right, let's go take on the mutant together. Yeah. They have an incident where he almost gets disintegrated by a disintegrator ray. 
Yep, he but does. It turns out it wasn't turned on. So that was laughed off. Bit of, bit of, bit of company <laughs> there. He almost died. Oh, but, uh, he um, and eventually they come face to face with uh, the, the master mutant himself. It's true. Um, Galloping Gazelle, I guess, goes straight at him to, to destroy him. And he has a plan. He's going to run around him fast enough that he will just blow away. Something like that will happen. So anyway, um, uh, a flaw in his plan is that um, <laughs> the Masked Mutant trips him over and he, he falls down. Mm. Um, which seems like, you know, he would have thought that through. But, um, it seems like that's... He didn't. Yeah, literally the easiest way to defeat somebody who's running really fast. <laughs> running fast. Um, so he falls down. Um, and then basically just bails. He's like, he's like, you're your own kid. I can't like, do this. Bails. So it's so the Masked Mutant is, is left alone with uh, Skipper. Skipper. Um, so... But then another person enters the fray. Twist. And this is where it gets weird. weird. Like this is where all the twists come at like at once. Right. So, so Libby comes along. Libby walks in the door, right? Um, she has a some kind of toy gun. Plastic or toy gun. Plastic yeah. toy gun. And she says, uh, Skipper, if this is a comic book, then anything can happen. Anything can be real. And then she says, This is a This isn't a toy gun, this is a molecule melter. Melter. She points it at the mask mutant and melts him. With the toy gun. That's it. I'm not sure how it happened, but she killed the mass mutant killed with him. the molecule gun. And then, or did she? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Libby is in fact the mass mutant himself. And was the mass mutant the, the whole, whole time? time? So there was no Libby. There was not. So the original mass mutant that we thought was the mass mutant was the miraculous molecule boy or something, yeah. who the mass mutant gets to pretend to be him sometimes. Yeah, and then he kills him. So then he killed him with a with with a gun. But it turns out Libby was the master mutant just in in the shape of a human girl. And um I think he says he he does that because he like he needs to find new characters. Mm. And like when he met Skipper, who knew all about his comic books, he knew that Skipper would be a great character for his comics. Right. Um, we'll deal with we'll deal with the questions there later. Um, but essentially, he says, "Yeah, you're a great character, but now I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy you. your partner. Story's over." Oh, so yeah, I think something we didn't mention was that the the Master Mutant's um, power essentially is being able to transform into other solid solid things. shapes. Um, so thinking quickly, Skipper says, "I'm not Skipper." <laughs> I'm the Elastic Boy. Elastic Boy. Now, we've got no way of knowing. At this point, he could be the Elastic Boy. We've just had Libby turn out to be a superhero the whole time. Happen, it's know? possible that he actually is the Elastic Boy. And he says, ah, oh, the only way he can defeat me is with sulfuric, sulfuric acid. acid. Sneaky. So the Masked Mutant goes, ha, I've got you now. Transforms into sulfuric acid. And then that's it. And then nothing happens because Skipper has essentially... Uh, outsmarted the Master Mutant by um, tricking him into turning into a liquid, which he's not allowed he to do. He can't turn back from. So He was not the Elastic Boy, we should point out. He was just skipping he, out He his. just outsmarted the bad guy. So, oh. quick thinking, Skipper. What we should have mentioned a long time ago, when he yes. first enters the building, he gets scanned with something. So this is Skipper, gets scanned. And they sort of brush over it at the start, exactly. but then later on, Master Mutant's like, that scanning thing, that turns you into a... A comic. a comic, a comic book, like you're made up of ink blobs. Yeah, 
the science behind it is not um, explained. It's, it's weird. But, you know, um, we believe it. Yeah. And then, so anyway, that's relevant because after he defeats Marsmian and goes home, mm-hmm. he's sort of like overcomes. He's like, how can I, you know, I don't need to read this anymore. I'm, I'm done. With I'm comics done. now. So he, anyway, as you do when you've just um, defeated a super villain, mm. he has a piece of chocolate cake with his sister to celebrate, yeah. I suppose. Um, the interesting thing here, the cliffhanger we're left with is that Skipper accidentally cuts himself <laughs> with a knife and notices... He's like bleeding ink. He's bleeding ink. So the did, thing did turn him into a... Ooh, is he a comic, actually? He's actually a comic, comic boy. boy. Okay, let's just, let's just run through some questions. Why... Why... Why does Mars Mutant make comics of himself? Um, mm-hmm. And why... If that's the case, why does he need to turn other people into, into comics? Can't he just... Do what normal people do? Yeah. Just draw pictures and yeah. print them. Like, and that whole thing where he turns Skip into a comic book, what does that achieve, actually? If, if someone is turned into a comic book, they don't get stuck in pages or anything. They just walk around in life. And become But they're made out of comic? ink. Hmm. Um, why, and if, why did he... Why did Mars Mutant turn into a girl and just hang out on, like, a bus all day, just, like, talking to people? It was a bit seedy. That, I feel like alarm bells should have been ringing for Skipper. Yes. So it's explained he's, he's kind of an angsty young boy, yeah. a bit overweight. Yeah. Um, he's actually a bit unpleasant towards his friend Wilson, who we meet at the start. Um, who collects rubber stamps. He, he seems like quite a nice guy, but he's got no time for his rubber stamp collection. No, Skipper's like, mate, I don't want to hear about that. I've got these comics to worry about. So, you know, he's, you know, and then this kind of... You know, they explain she was a bit of a, a cute redhead girl starts, you know, talking to him and hanging out with him. Wrong. Skipper, like... It was a fictional superhero. What were you thinking? Yeah. Um, so, I guess, like, was the Mars Mutant real? Like, is he... Was he... Is he always been real? Or is the whole thing a comic? Is that what you're saying? I do, I mean... Okay, but if the whole thing's a comic... Do we... Did, was that when he got scanned originally? The whole thing... Like... The, the fictional laws of this universe are very hard to grapple with. Questionable. Like, super, it's not like, for example, it's like he gets sucked into a comic and then he's fighting someone in a comic. It's all happening in his real life. Real time. So where does his real life begin and the comic book actually, actually uh, ends? Um, a lot of questions. Yeah, I simply can't answer that one. I just, yeah, I'm with you. What did you think? What did you think of the first Goosebumps book you've read? I've read, um... I was relieved that mm. um, it wasn't too scary for me. Because there are some creepy ones out there. Yeah, um, I probably won't delve into those kind of ones. Well, this is um, probably a good one, good one to do. Good there. one to. It's yeah. You know, for all the problems that I do like the fact that there's these large and large superheroes. There's some silly characters. Mm-hmm. You know, the Galaxy Gazelle, the big hero, turns out to be a um, a bit of a. Hey, buddy. Sorry. A bit of a, a bit of a knob, like a bit of a, a bit of a douchebag. Yeah, and um. In the end, he doesn't save the day. Skipper himself does. So, you know, there's something a little bit empowering. That he gets to be the hero that. he's always loved. You know, reading exactly. about. Um, so, while I do appreciate some of the larger life characters and um, you know the sort of send up of the superhero genre, if you will, I appreciate that twist where um, you know it turns out the, the friend, the companion on the story, which is a staple of of Goosebumps, turns out to be the villain the whole time. Mm. It's a good twist, but at the same time, I think the twists aren't really mm, very well explained. I had a laugh. That's good. That's good. Which is so rare these days for all of us. You know, this could turn into a dark discussion, mm. but we, we won't take it there. So I enjoyed a bit of light-hearted fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. 
Has it uh, renewed your interest in the Goosebumps series? I'll... Um, let me know. You'll let we'll me let know. you know on that one. Fantastic. Well, Steph, thank you so much for being part of the show. Um, it's always great thank to, you get, for having me. to get our guests on. And thank you for watching. Uh, please join me next week in which I discuss Goosebumps number 25, 26. 26. My hairiest adventure. Sounds delicious. Steph, would you like to take that with my uh, famous catchphrase? I will. I don't know the catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.